favorite friend. <sighs> Who am I? He says, well, I think I'm Lee Jackson, America's finest watchman. Hello, 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 friends, friends, neighbors, countrymen, lend me your ears. Lend me your watches. Okay. So how's it going, everybody? I hope you got some good finds for the week. And if you didn't, sorry, better luck hunting next time. Um, so what did I want to talk about today? Let's talk about some brands, shall we? Shall we? Should we? May we? Must we? Um, okay, here's a brand that's very strange. Um, one of the finest jewelry brands there is, but as far as watches go, they're very strange. They don't have the track record, shall we say, that I'd like to see. And we're talking about Tiffany. Tiffany is a company that goes back to the 1800s. They started off in jewelry and home goods, like home furnishings, lamps, and so on. They started doing watches. I'm not sure when, but the problem with Tiffany is they put their name on a lot of crap. So it's really hard to discern what's what. So one of the things you got to do when you get a Tiffany watch, especially a vintage one, you got to open it up and see who makes the movement. Because one thing about Tiffany, they did not make their own movements. Cartier did. A lot of these other companies did. But Tiffany sourced all kinds of stuff. They put other people's names. They put their name on other people's dials. They put other people's watch guts and movements in their cases and stuff. So they're all over the place. So I'm going to try to take this apart a little bit. Um, because Tiffany is still a great name. I mean, I have a Tiffany watch that dates back 100 years. But the problem with Tiffany is you really never know what in the heck you're getting unless it's another company's watch and Tiffany put their name on it, it makes it worth more. So, for example, if you find a Rolex that says Tiffany and Company on the dial, says Rolex and then Tiffany and Company or Patek Philippe, worth a lot more, especially if it's original. Um, those are cool especially Rolexes with the Tiffany dials. Those are really sought after. I don't know why, but people love them. They love them because some of the higher end jewelry companies put their name and retailed other people's watches. So you got to watch out when you buy older stuff. If it sounds like a jewelry, like J.E. Caldwell or something like that, what's inside. And there are movements from the old days that are not around anymore. So a lot of you may see these movements and go, I've never heard of this. It must be junk. And it's not like Agazi, A-G-I-Z-Z-I, something like that. Agazi's very good watch brand, very good movements. And they put them in Tiffany's. I've had them. I had a Tiffany top hat that was absolutely stunning. For those of you who don't know what a top hat is, it's a case that Paddock used. A lot of people used really gorgeous streamline art deco modern case really beautiful 40s and i had a tiffany like that and it was made it wasn't tiffany movement but it's a very good movement inside so you got to watch out what the hell you're getting like here's a bomb mercier tiffany so even bomb mercier took tiffany yep and the dial says bomb mercier tiffany and company i don't know why but they did that a lot now, one of the things on Tiffany I would really look out for 
and I mean run away from, is portfolio. So whenever it says portfolio, Tiffany & Company portfolio, that was a cheaper line that they decided to come out with and try to do more of a mass market line, and they're very inexpensive. So if you wanted to get a nice Tiffany, it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. You could get a nice one of these portfolio watches. They're quartz usually, and they're, they still say, some of them only say portfolio on them. They don't even say Tiffany & Company on the dials. But they're definitely a cheaper, a cheaper level of Tiffany. And there's lots of these portfolio ones. That's what they say, portfolio. They don't even say Tiffany on them. No, which is a terrible name. For a fine watch portfolio, eh, I don't know about that one. But they did put their name on a lot of different things. So I'm going to take a look at some. I mean, I'm in the 200 range. There's tons of stuff. So you could buy a Tiffany watch very, very reasonably. Now, some of their later stuff, I like the designs. I like everything about it, like this Atlas watch they make, which has Roman numerals on the bezel, a big, thick metal bezel with Roman numerals. That's cool. Those are cool. Here, here's a uh, ladies, $200. $200 and change. I mean, they're very not expensive. That's the other thing about Tiffany watches. Tiffany's a great name. People look at it and go, wow, Tiffany. Because in jewelry, Tiffany is really top-notch. In watches, they have never really found their footing. I don't know what it is with them. I mean, I wish I could talk to them and tell them what they need to do, because I'd tell them in a minute, get your own watches going and put good movements in there and make them look really fantastic. Um, like here's a man's atlas, which I think is a beautiful everyday quartz watch. 300 bucks. I think it's beautiful. I would wear it. It's really a nice look watch. Very, very cool. Um, I keep seeing portfolio. Yeah. You want to stay away from portfolio. They're cheap, 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 cheap. But if it says Tiffany and company, it's worth looking at. Then you got to figure out next. What is it? Is it cheaply made? Is it a really good one? What is it? And you don't, again, you don't want to stay away from plate. Like here's a nice quartz rectangular Tiffany, not expensive, 350 for a lady. That's a nice looking quartz, nice looking tank. Yeah, it's antique looking. It's very plain, but nice. It's Tiffany and Company on it. What more do you want? So you want to get her something that she'll go, whoa, this is really nice. Get her one of these. They're not expensive. They're really nice. Just stay away from the portfolio line. Um, like here's a man's white dial quartz stainless steel watch. So if I was going to wear an everyday watch and I didn't care that it was worth a lot of money, collectible, all of the above, I just wanted something that looks nice and wears nice and people see it and they go, yeah, that's really a beautiful watch. Here's a nice man's Tiffany Swiss made quartz. It says Tiffany on the buckle. It's a white, they usually have white dials, Roman numerals at 12, three, nine, and six with a track around that and very plain, very clean looking the dial. $389 looks brand new. Let's see the size. I mean, I like these for the money. I think they're great for the money. Wrist size. Uh, needs a battery, big deal. What is the size of the watch though? And they're not saying. Case size, 20 millimeters, so it's very small. 15 million. This is more like a woman's. Yeah, remember, and you know, they were making smaller stuff. 
it's nice looking, but it's not big enough. But for the money, how do you beat this? How do you beat it? I mean, I've had some really, really expensive Tiffany watches that were really nice. Small seconds, white dial, quartz man's Tano, which is yours truly's favorite. And it's my friend in Japan. And it's got a clean white dial, Arabic numbers, blued hands. It looks antique. Very, their, their dials are clean, though, real clean. Um, let's see the size. 29 millimeters is the case size, so it's small. Um, lug is 17. That's too small. So I don't like that. Okay, here it is. Case size is 29 millimeters, so it's too small. For me, at least, a woman could wear it beautifully. $398? How do you beat that? So let me see if I can find something for a man. I mean, they got lots of these portfolios running around. But I really want to get something that a guy could wear, and it would look really nice. Some of the portfolios, by the way, say Tiffany on the dial. So you got to look before you just run away from it. If it says Tiffany and it's cheap enough, what the hell? Why not? For fun, this is. Remember, if you're going to wear an everyday watch and you don't want to ruin your fantastic vintage watches, this is the kind of stuff you wear every day when you're not wearing vintage, of course. A lot of ladies, a lot of ladies' watches on here. Like here's a nice Atlas. I like the Atlas. It's got a dark gray dial. It's got a big silver colored bezel with big, uh, how do you say it? They're not indented. They're sticking out, the Romans, on the bezel, but they're really nice. It's got a good-looking bracelet. Let's see how long it is. This is from Japan. This is from my friend in Japan. So that means I could even get a better deal. 34 millimeter case size. Now you're talking. That's a decent size. How long is it though? Got to look at the length. Wrist size. Okay, here you go. 6.7 inches. That's for a woman then, not a man. Men's wrists are at least 7 inches, but it's still a good looking piece. If you could find the lengths, it's a nice piece. Very nice. So there are some good looking pieces by Tiffany you can get. Here's a Tesola. What does this remind me of? A Bulgari, I think. Tiffany and Company Tissolo. Hmm. Two-tone. It looks like a Bulgari. Really close. It's got that, the link that almost looks like a Bulgari. It's a nice-looking band. Nice-looking watch. Quartz, of course, which saves them a lot of aggravation. 33 millimeters, so it's a small case again. That's not good. At least not for me. Six and a half inch, so that means a woman wear it. Remember men's watches from the old days now are women's sizes. So you got to watch out. You don't want to go too small. You don't want to go too big. You got to see what's going to look good for you. Look, here's a nice atlas on a strap. Tiffany Company portfolio, but it's plated, which I don't like. There's another one. Uh, 450, you're getting up there. 21 millimeter. Yeah, you're getting up there price-wise. Okay, here's a portfolio, Tiffany & Company. Kind of a round. Looks cheap, though. Yeah, it looks cheap. You want something that looks really good, that looks like you paid a lot of money for it. If somebody's going to look at it, you got to give them something worthwhile. Now, one of the ones that I like, and I really thought about buying for myself, is the Tiffany Divers watch. I like it. I don't know. I like it. Here's a Paloma Picasso Tiffany & Company watch. How about that? 
Yeah, it's got the Paloma Picasso dial. It doesn't say Tiffany on it. Say it on the no, it doesn't even say Tiffany. I can't read it. Yeah, it does say Tiffany on the back. Bad pictures. Interesting dial, Paloma Picasso. Uh, it doesn't look that great though, and they want a lot of they want a bit of change for it. They want four hundred and eighty nine dollars. It's a little high, I think. Methinks. So if you can choose the right one, I got to go to the divers watches tell you about those because those I think are very interesting. <clears throat> I like the Tiffany divers, I really do. And I'll tell you what holds me back from buying one. A, they're quartz. B, there's really nothing to it other than I like the design. But they want a lot of money for these damn things. They want eight, nine hundred bucks pre-owned. And I'm like, I'm not going to spend that. I'm sorry. You have to draw the line somewhere. Okay, here's a Tiffany Classic Quartz. This is with a brick bracelet. It's a nice-looking watch. Uh, coming out of Japan. Six band size. It's a women's watch. Yep, this is not a man's watch. Not a man's watch. Sorry, kids. All right, we got to take a quick break. I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue uh, with some more Tiffany's as soon as I get past this little break. Um, thank you all, by the way, for giving me some direction on what you want to hear about and see and all that. It really helps me to try to hone in on what everybody wants to do and see. So keep those emails coming. Lee Jackson Watches at gmail.com. Got it? LeeJacksonWatches at gmail.com. Please keep it nice. If you're mean, I'm not going to answer you at all um, because I don't need it. I really don't. I've had enough of it. I've told you the stories. I'm sure you heard tons of it. We're going to take a quick break. I will be right back. Okay, we're back. We're back, baby. Okay, so we're talking about Tiffany watches today. And I like Tiffany's, but you got to be really careful because Tiffany made everything. None of their stuff was great. Very little uh, that they manufactured was like really great stuff. Okay, now here's a nice, it's a ladies though. It's automatic. So that now they're going back to mechanical movements. They used quartz a lot. So keep that in mind. Um, this is a nice looking watch. Tiffany and Company, Mark Coop. Looks like a Daniel Roth. It's got that really interesting um, shape. It's coming out of Japan. What size is it? Let's see. It says women's, so it's not going to work for me anyhow. I, I kind of, you know, Tiffany's an interesting thing. I like looking at their stuff every once in a while because it gives me ideas. You know, you look at this and you get some really interesting ideas. If you like bezel on the atlas watches which have the roman numerals on the bezel that are sticking out i would tell you also if you like that design that look and you want something sportier look at a javril sea cloud very similar bezel but it's a big heavy thick you know like a submariner but it's got that similar bezel so if you really like that but you want to go much stronger you know a much more big look these are thin dressy watches the ones i'm telling you about that's one thing about tiffany they didn't make a lot of like sporty big fat sporty watches they didn't do that 
Um, I'm still seeing about the same. I'm into the $600 range. Mark Coop recently serviced. That's a nice looking watch. They make some decent looking watches and a lot of their stuff looks really cheesy. And it is priced to match. Now I'm up to 600. I haven't even seen a solid gold at all. So I don't know what to tell you. Elsa Peretti Diamond. That is really strange looking. I want a lot of money for it. Very strange. Very strange looking. They just haven't been able to find their footing. Their watches are like really okay. Some are nicer than others, but none of them really throw me for a loop and say, wow, that's a really cool looking watch I want. I mean, I see some new interesting ones. Like this one is a Jamia Black Dow Quartz Ladies Watch. It's very strange looking. It's a big, long tank with giant Romans on it in a turquoise on black dial. Go figure that one out. I've never seen it before, but it's a very cool look. All right, so I still, you just don't see a lot. And most of the things I'm seeing are ladies. Ladies like Tiffany watches. Men, not as much. Um, Date Atlas Quartz. I'm still looking. Most of them are either Atlas to Solo, those portfolios I told you about, which was years ago. I don't know. Let me get to the divers watches and we'll move on because I don't want to bore you. I've heard enough of these dumb podcasts and shows on the radio that could bore the hell out of anybody. And I try not to bore you. I try to get exciting. Let me think what I'm doing. Here's an interesting one. It's called a Mark T 57. I've seen this. It's a diver's watch. It's dark gray silver. The Bezel has numbers in it in stainless with little black squares in between the stainless numbers. So it's got a really interesting look. The band is similar. It's black and silver. Um, Swiss made, of course. Yeah, I see. I don't like the black. The black to me is going to wear out. I like the look, but I know it's not going to last. And what do you want to buy something for that a few years from now is going to look like hell? It's not going to be a good idea. What size is it, though? Okay, so the case is, wow, 42 millimeters. That's big, baby. Big. Big, 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 big. That's a good size. I don't like it, though. It looks too weird. The dial looks cheap. I don't know. The dial doesn't look good. I like their diver's watches. I'm going to get to one. It'll pop up. I promise if it doesn't, I'm going to pull one up and go over it with you because I think they're an interesting look. I mean, I've looked at divers watches by Tiffany to buy before and every time for some reason I say no. And I'll tell you why, because they get into the area money wise, just too expensive for what you're getting. You're getting a quartz watch. It's not that great. Okay. Here's a good one though. Here's a ladies Atlas, which I really like. And this one's in solid gold for $757. That to me is a good deal. Yeah, you're getting a solid gold Tiffany for 800 bucks for a win. It's a good look, too. I like that. Okay, I don't see the divers. They don't have a lot of them. Here's an interesting one. An Atlas chronograph. Nice look for a woman. It's got a heart on the dial. It's a very cool look. They want a lot of money, though. They want $772. It's a nice look, though. Yeah, it's... 
it's the uh, Tiffany and all the Romans are upside down. Go figure that one out. B-I-I would be eight. Hmm. That's weird. Weird numbers. Four. Yeah, they're weird, weird numbers on here, but a cool look. What size is it? Because I like it. 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 Uh, 36 millimeters. So this is a big woman's watch. Would have been my watch years ago, but now women are wearing it. 36 was a decent size. Here's that weird Jumia again. Ah, okay. So we come to the first of the diver's watches. Here we go. So the diver's watches look like a typical diver's watch layout with a black dial. It's got the Rolex peace sign hands. It's got the triangle at 12 with luminous in the middle and then rounds for every marker except six and nine, which have long sticks, which have like a bezel and there's luminous inside all of this. So it's a really nice look. Uh, it's not a big watch. This one's $780. It's coming out of Japan. Some of them have bracelets. Most have a buckle. This one's got the original buckle on it. Band, I can't tell. Let me see if I can tell. No, I can't. It doesn't matter anyhow. I don't like the band on there. But it's, it's quartz, so you're paying almost 800 bucks for what? And then you, I start thinking about it going, oh, wait a minute. This is a 30 millimeter. This isn't even a man's. This is a woman's. Take it back. So then I start thinking, you know, what am I paying $800 for exactly? Kind of a lot of money for just a quartz look. And that's when I start pulling the plug and going, I could take that 800 and buy something a lot better, a lot more valuable. So then I start saying, you know, if I see one of those divers watches go cheap enough, I'll grab it. But you never do. I'm always looking and I never see them go under five, 600 bucks. It's not worth it to me. Maybe to you when you see it, if you like the classic look of a diver's watch, this is similar. And I like that classic look. I really do. I don't know if I ever told you the story why I like diver's watches so much. Because I've had all kinds. I've had the Glycine Airman and the Sea Wolf by Zodiac. I used to wear all that stuff on the weekend, a GMT by Rolex. I always had fun with that stuff. Um, I don't know. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. Here's a nice one. Tiffany gallery man's watch. This is like a Frank Mueller square conquistador thing, except the dial's really interesting. Unless I'm just reading it. Yeah, I am reading it wrong. It's a nice watch. Is it worth the money? What are they asking? $833. Is it worth that? Absolutely not. Not in my opinion, at least. And it's my friend in Japan, so I could get a better deal on it. Case size has 27 millimeters, so it's a woman's watch. Yeah, almost seven inches. So it's a woman's watch. It looks like a man's to me, but it's hard to tell from pictures what size, what size a watch is. And you'll see Tiffany's in sterling silver, too, which I find interesting. Um, Here's an interesting one. Paloma Picasso Crown of Hearts Stainless Steel Razor Quartz. It's a pretty watch. It's got her little X she drew at 11 o'clock. And the bezel is all stainless steel done in hearts, little hearts. Really pretty. The dial's pink. The band's pink. I'll bet it's too small, but it's a nice-looking little watch. If, you girl, if your lady likes hearts, you'd like it. There's not, no information on it either. Nothing. 
nope, no information. So that that right away throws me a curveball that I don't know that I want to buy. If I can't tell what the heck it is, what do I want it for? Um, here's an Atlas Quartz date wristwatch. It's a ladies, but it's nice. Black and stainless steel. But you know my feeling on black. It wears out. That's why I don't like it. I stick to stainless or gold, or I would even try the new bronze cases they have. But anything that's going to wear down like aluminum or gold plating or any of that, forget it. I don't want it. Vintage. Here's a couple of gold Tiffany watches. They look cheap, though. Let's take a look at the man's version. It's probably too small. It's just a plain-looking Tiffany, and it looks small on top of it. Solid gold in one Looks like a quartz portfolio. 17 millimeter. It doesn't say. See, it doesn't give you the size. I'd run for the hills. Or my next thing would be to send whoever it is an email and say, what's the dimensions, please? Because I'm not buying for this kind of money unless I know what exactly it is. No way. Okay, so I'm going to go directly to the diver's watch since we're running out of time. And uh, I don't want to waste your time, baby. Okay, here's Tiffany diver's watches. Let's see. And then a lot of other companies pop up under Tiffany because they have that robin's egg blue dial, which is real pretty, but it's not a Tiffany. What the hell good is it? And no Tiffany divers are coming out here. Tiffany diver, $2,800, 200 meters, Swiss 18 karat gold, stainless steel. They want a thousand bucks. Like I said, I like the design, but would I pay a thousand? No way. Not worth it. Plus, I don't even like it in two tone. Doesn't look good. No, I don't like it at all. Two-tone doesn't look good on it. Um, but I don't see a lot of Tiffany diapers watches. I really don't. Here's a one with a burgundy bezel. It's kind of a squared-off head. I don't know how to describe it. The center's round, but the case itself is a little squared off. So they say $10,000 for these stainless steel diving watches by Tiffany. And this is it, but it has, this one has a red, like a burgundy bezel, which... I'm not so keen on. It's okay, but not for this kind of money. Um, 10,000 certified insurance appraised value. So who knows what it's worth? They can say whatever they want. Appraisals are, you know, appraisals are like noses. Everybody's got one. Doesn't mean a dang thing. Uh, here's an interesting piece. A Rolex president that says Tiffany on the dial. Look at that. And it's a man's watch. It says Tiffany and Company. Yeah, it's a beautiful dial. Just above where it says Superlative Chronometer Officially Certified, it says Tiffany and Company. And those command a premium. People want those. They want those dials. All right, here's, is that another one? No. No, they don't have a lot of Tiffany divers watches today, but we're running out of time anyhow, so I'm going to have to say goodbye here pretty quick. So let's finish up our talk on Tiffany. Tiffany is a great company. You can find some interesting pieces, especially in vintage. If you look carefully and you open them up and see what kind of see what's in them, because they're usually marked by the manufacturer on the movement, not Tiffany. I don't know why, but that's what they did. When I had the top hat, it was marked Agassiz, and it was a beautiful movement, really good quality. But remember, when you get to older watches, they're much harder to work with, much more finicky. They have problems. They're not good on heat or cold or water or dropping them all that. you got to be really careful when you 
uh, wear a vintage watch. Plus, they're also subject to magnetism, so stay away from speakers. Speakers have big magnets on them, car, home. That'll screw up your watch in real quick. So be careful when you're doing stuff like that. And you want to stay away from the portfolio brand unless it says Tiffany on it, not just portfolio, and it's cheap because they're usually pretty cheap. So if you feel like wearing a Tiffany watch and you don't want to spend a fortune, there are very inexpensive Tiffany watches to be had. And they're nice. You know, I've had vintage ones that had very good movements in them. They didn't say it on the dial, but they had good movements in them. Everybody made movements for Tiffany. Everybody. Don't be surprised when you see something that says Tiffany on the dial. Now, it could be a fake. You could add Tiffany to the dial. I could take a Rolex and have Tiffany added to it very easily. So you got to be careful. You got to make sure it really is a Tiffany Rolex or a Tiffany Paddock or whatever it's supposed to be. You don't want to get one and get, get uh, snookered. You got to be careful. Nobody's going to bail you out. Only me. I'm the only one that's going to bail you, your ass out so you don't get ripped off. But I still like Tiffany. It's just a question of, to me, it's a value proposition. Is it What's it worth spending? Should I put the funds toward this or something else? And that's where I run into problems with Tiffany. All right, this is Lee Jackson, America's finest watchman, saying, howdy do, baby. See you later. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Lee Jackson watches at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Just follow me. What the hell? All right. See you later. Bye, everybody. See ya.